0: Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 11. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after an army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised. Who shot the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword. Whose weakness was turned into strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sworded in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect.
1: The now and the not yet. Recently we've started reclaiming the now, and if I could, I would turn a few backflips for that. We've boldly approached the throne in worship. We've carried the presence into our streets. We've contended for healings and for the ecstasies of his peace. We must keep pushing hard into the now. But our faith must also retain the not yet, or it's not faith at all. Now, let's be clear that focusing on the not yet is not about lowering expectations. Now and not yet faith looks at what is now and delights in the salvation of our God made manifest among us. It expects people coming to faith, people being healed, people being set free, love being shown. But faith in the not yet also regards today with slight disappointment. Faith that understands the not yet says, is this it? And faith knows that while it might be for now, it won't be forever. That's why truth faith longs for that better country, the heavenly one that is not yet here. True faith is willing to sacrifice in the now for the not yet. It can take the hurt because of its hope. Faith sacrifices the first fruits and builds arcs and leaves homelands and lives in tents and admits that this earth as it is, is not our home. Faith is willing to leave rewards and longed for results and desired satisfaction until a future time. Faith ultimately invests its efforts in this current age for the promise of the future age. I feel like I've only just started to understand real faith. I feel like I've just begun to say with integrity that I've entrusted things to God for him to give back to me on that day. I wonder if you've got there yet. Have you accepted hurt because of your hope? Does your way of life not make sense if this is all there is? If you have, and I suspect you have, then the world is not worthy of you. If you have, even in a small way, then God is not ashamed to be called your God. Here's a question for reflection. Could you become a hero of the faith?
0: We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, Head to www.newtestamentjourney.net.